This is episode number 80 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. What's up, guys? This is Gordon here. Episode 80 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. Uh, Listen, if you have been following the show, then you have undoubtedly noticed that there hasn't been a 100% true consistency the past few weeks. And there's a legit reason for that. So again, if you've been listening to this, you know that my Kickstarter campaign Uh, The first go-around was not successful at getting funded. There was a ton of lessons learned there. And honestly, I feel a lot better about the whole thing, having been through it and not being successful the first time. And it's it's not me just making up an excuse or anything or trying to convince myself that there was a good thing there, you know, being unfunded. Uh, But... It's the truth because, you know, now I have such a deeper understanding of the process. And to be quite honest, our funding structure was actually set up despite, despite everything that I thought I knew and everything that I got uh, from consulting with people who have been through the process before. uh, Despite all of that, our funding structure was set up in a way where if we met our minimum funding goal, then we would have been actually uh, in trouble. Um, There wouldn't have been enough funds to cover production for all three variations of our flagship product, which is our duffel bag, and all the other apparel and other things that people got as perks at a heavy discount would have been difficult to fund. I probably, actually, we probably would have needed to take out a loan and do a few other things to make that all work. I'm not saying we couldn't have made it work, but it was it was set up in a way where it would have been a lot more difficult. So now that we've relaunched and it's actually, it's doing really well. Um, I'm actually recording this on the launch day. So it's November 1st right now. And it is about 40% funded after about a little over 12 hours, which is awesome. Uh, <laughs> ClickTrack has us on trajectory to potentially do 70,000, which would require us to maintain this amount of pledges per hour uh, for the entire duration of the campaign. And I am not saying that that's the case. This is just, it's like a forecasting algorithm that ClickTrack puts together, but or KickTrack puts together. But uh, anyway, it's doing really well. So I'm really excited. And I also, again, am really actually just, I feel better knowing what I know now and relaunching with the knowledge I have now uh, than I did a month ago when I launched the first time. And I feel better with the, the funding structure and everything. So it's a good thing. But anyway, because of all that, because I'm doing all of that and I'm trying to manage so many pieces, I have elected not to dedicate time to creating podcasts. And it's not because I don't love podcasting, because I do, uh, but it is not, certainly not a an income source for me, and it's not something that I saw as much value in dedicating my time to in comparison to working on the campaign. 
Um, also, as you guys know, because this is the Fit Successful Dad podcast, that I am a father and I am married and there's a lot of stuff that comes up in life called life, right? Um, now, normally I would work around life's normal um, ebbs and flows and all that to make the podcast work, but uh, compounded on top of that was the relaunch of Sobam Gear Company and compounded on top of that was unfortunately a uh, another another medical issue in the family which I'm not going to talk about much here right now but um, it was a setback unfortunately and uh, because of all that haven't had the time period okay so moving on this is actually a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while and it <laughs> and it came up because of a series of conversations that I have had coincidentally over the past couple of months. And it's all about social media, okay? And the importance of social media, especially if you are trying to build a brand, uh, either a personal brand or you're trying to build a brand like I am around a product or a service or something. Um, and, you know, a lot of people talk about social media and strategies and tactics and stuff like that. I'm not going to talk about any of that. Um, this isn't a an Instagram course type of, of podcast. Uh, but <laughs> it's whether or not social media is relevant and whether or not social media is something that you should be doing. Um, here's the deal. It's actually a question. Have you ever been in a room or in a conversation with somebody or multiple people and one of them says something like, oh, I don't, I don't do social media or, you know, I, I have no idea how Facebook works or, and this is my favorite, right? I don't even know how to use snap face, Insta, whatever, twit, Twitter, tweeter. Like they pretend like they don't know what it is. Uh, most of the time they actually do know what it is and they do know that Twitter is called Twitter and that, when you actually use Twitter for its intended purpose, what you are doing is tweeting. And if you're using Instagram, you're posting something on your Instagram page or you're posting something on your Instagram story. Uh, it seems like most people know that stuff. Even Snapchat. Snapchat's popular enough now that when people pretend not to know what it is, they actually do. Because when you talk about snapping something... Uh, they, they know what you're talking about most of the time. It seems that way to me anyway. But so the question is, have you ever been in a situation like that where you're, you're in a room or you're in a conversation and someone or multiple people say that and they wear it like a badge of honor? Like it's something that they are extremely proud of that they don't know how to use Instagram or they're like over the top proud that they don't know the difference between Snapchat and uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and they pretend like not only is it like is it something they're proud of and you know they're happy that they don't know how to use it but they they vehemently oppose just the very idea of using one of these platforms for communicating with other people and uh so this happens to me a lot and it's happened to me more than usual lately which i think is interesting because it's now 2017 it's uh it's fourth quarter and it's it's never been more popular to use social media, but lately, 
um, interactions that I've had both online and offline have been, uh, have included like content subjects, you know, of discussion, uh, around how much these people don't want to use social media or they, they are never going to use social media. And I want to talk about why I think that's kind of ridiculous not even kind of why I think that's just utterly stupid, really, uh, because some of these people are small business owners, and some of these people are heavy, uh, like I guess influencers on their company that they work for. Now they may, they are uh, some of these people are, are they work for a company, so they work for somebody else. They don't have their own business, but they are extremely influential in that that business. And they are responsible for, some of these people are responsible for driving traffic to the business, you know, customers. And if you've spent any time at all trying to build an online business or even a real business and you searched for ways to grow and scale that online uh, or used even a book that was written in the past two to five years, you'll see that social media is a kind of a staple element to doing that successfully. And... uh so I think it's interesting that all these these people that I've bumped into online and offline over the past few months have have um, declared their hatred for social media. Um, so the reason I think it's stupid is because it it doesn't take a genius to understand that uh, you know a lot of people use Twitter, a lot of people use Facebook, a lot of people use Instagram. Okay, obviously there's eyeballs on all these platforms, Snapchat. Um, but I think what people think is that all of those platforms are for kids or all of those platforms are for extremely extroverted people, really, really chatty people that want to talk all day, every day. They, these people seem to think that if you're on one of those platforms at all and you have an account, that you're on your phone uh, like 24 seven while you're at work or whatever, uh, talking to people and, you know, doing nonsense stuff on, on you know, tweeting or whatever. And they couldn't be farther from the truth. So the reality is if you are running a business, if you're thinking of running a business and you are considering social media, but you're not on it yet, you need to move faster you need to jump on one of those platforms, preferably more than one, if you can sustain the content, but at least one. And, you know, here's another concept that I thought was interesting. Um, if you follow modern day YouTubers, right? YouTuber, YouTuber is, a, is a word now. And it, it's basically someone who makes videos, puts them on YouTube and makes a living off of it. That's essentially what it is. And some people do this in the form of a video blog. Some like, uh, you know, they call them vlogs now. Some people do this in the form of something a little bit more educational. So like, a, I guess a vlog style educational weekly video or something like that. Uh, some people do this in the form of video interviews, video documentary type stuff. And they get paid because they are extremely popular and they have a lot of followers and all these followers watch these videos every week or every day or whatever they're put out. And because they're watching all this content and the 
owner of the video is putting out um, so much content and they are choosing to monetize it, which means they're running those ads that we all seem to hate on YouTube and we all skip anyway. Uh, YouTube pays these people because their sponsors pay them a pretty healthy amount of money. And it's actually such a generous amount of money that these people can do this full time. Now, I have a very close friend of mine. I was just talking about video blogging not that long ago. In fact, we were using Dude Perfect as an example, which isn't a video blog. It's not a vlog. But if you've never heard of Dude Perfect, that is the company name, Dude Perfect. Um, as far as I know, it started off as a group of guys when they were in their, I don't know, early 20s maybe. And they were doing trick shots outside in their backyard with a football or something or a basketball or soccer ball or something. They were just doing trick shots, like trying to hit a really small target from really far away. And, uh, and when they would get it, you know, they'd look at each other and be like, dude, perfect. You know, just like that. And that is how they created their name. As far as I understand, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's you know, the little bit of research I did shows that's kind of, anyway, that's how they created their name. As far as I know. And they started putting YouTube videos out and people thought it was interesting and cool and unique. And at the time it was, and they got more popular. And so they started like putting out more content and then their, their shots got crazier and crazier, all these trick shots they were doing. And then they started getting so much traction that they got professional athletes and college athletes to kind of come onto the show. And they were putting out a video like three days a week of them doing something crazy with like a Frisbee or a hockey puck or whatever. And they would bring on celebrities. And then year after year after year, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And the whole time, all they were just still doing was putting out videos on YouTube. That's it. That's all they were doing. And their income just went into the, the millions and then the multiple millions. And now they took some of that and they built this huge facility. I think it's in Texas or something. And they do all their stuff there or most of it there. And I think that they are now affiliated with Nickelodeon. Uh you know, that TV channel. So, but it all started with YouTube and that's all they did. And that they're not the only ones that have done anything like that. There's plenty of people that have several million followers on YouTube that are on their way to doing the exact same thing, not with trick shots, but they're on the way to doing something like that by way of YouTube video content and generating followers. And YouTube is another social media platform. People don't always think of it that way, but it is. It's also a video content platform, obviously, but it is social media at the same time. It's a social platform. So, uh, but I was having this conversation with a friend of mine about Dude Perfect, and he couldn't believe and didn't want to believe and didn't actually like the fact that someone could do that, that someone could bypass for example, going to college um, and not follow the traditional path and instead just go to social media, put out a bunch of content and turn it into a multi-million dollar company and a, a extremely lucrative yearly salary, you know, a career. Uh, he didn't like that. He he still has a problem with it, this, this friend of mine. And... This friend of mine is extremely traditional. Um, he's about my age, so he's in his 30s and young, early 30s. And he went on to get a, he went from high school right into college, got himself a four-year degree, and then went off to 
get a job and, uh, you know, it's basically corporate America and, you know, he does okay, I guess, but it, it pisses him off that he went through all that effort and he followed the, what he thought was supposed to be the right path. And I, I don't think he's really fulfilled uh, but it pisses him off that someone could do basically the complete opposite in terms of education, quote unquote, formal education and, um, make a tremendous amount more money of more money than he is. <laughs> but more important than that also do something that they love. I mean, these guys, right. Dude. Perfect. Uh, I wasn't planning on talking about them, but they make a perfect case study. They, are doing exactly what they love. They get together and they do trick shots with a football or a frisbee or a, a hockey stick and puck. You know, they'll, they'll they'll try to hit like a glass bottle with a hockey puck or something. Um, and they get they get creative with it, but that's all they do. They throw balls around in a huge gym and they record it on video and then they publish the video for free on a free platform, YouTube, and not only is that free, but YouTube pays them tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of money every week, every year to do this. And they got so popular that now Nickelodeon is paying them to be on their stuff, be on their channel, to do the same type of stuff, trick shots. Uh, I saw a commercial the other day, um, about a month ago, they were the, the dude perfect guys were building a trebuchet. If you're not familiar with that, it's basically a medieval catapult style um like thing that throws heavy objects like really really far and i think they were <laughs> they were trying to build a trebuchet that would throw uh i don't know they're doing trick shots with the trebuchet or something i don't know but anyway they're they're doing all this stuff and how how much of that do you think is is tied to having a college degree zero and that's what pisses my friend off about this and they're just one example, right? There's people who do this with music. There's people who basically play the drums, record it, record videos of them playing the drums. They put the drums out on YouTube and they connect with their audience and they produce good content. Maybe they're good drummers or maybe they're creative drummers or you, they do stuff unique with the drumming or whatever. And they get a big enough audience that they start running a monetization on their videos and all, and then they get paid. Right. And, uh, some of these drummers, the same thing, guitarists, pianists, whatever musicians, some of these guys are making a tremendous amount of money, like well, well, well into the six figures, multiple six figures a year, just from YouTube videos alone. And they're using a social media platform to do it. Now this all ties back because YouTubing, right. Creating video content is, not the only way they are connecting with their audience, right? These people are also using Twitter. They're also using Instagram. They're also using Facebook. And what they're doing is they are everywhere. So if you like one of their things, right, then all of a sudden you start to see that not only are they on YouTube where you originally followed them, but you're starting to see them on Facebook. And they might not have full up videos on Facebook, but, but they might have pictures of their, their video setup or something. And they might talk about how they staged a certain shot or a certain like uh, scene or something in one of their videos. And also 
you might happen to notice them on Instagram. And their Instagram page is awesome because they're showing like really, really cool, detailed, high quality pictures of the behind the scenes stuff or the the gear that they bought to to shoot that that scene or whatever. And then also on Twitter, you know, you, you see like three, four, five uh, tweets go through um, about whatever they're thinking about doing next. Like, and you start to see them everywhere, right? So that is why, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring this up is because social media and having yourself on all these platforms is a way for you to get yourself into whether it's your business, company you work for, company you started, maybe it's your personal brand. Uh, I mean, it's even with podcasting. (laughs) Uh, It's a way to get yourself in front of people who have interests similar to yours, or even people who don't have interests similar to yours. Uh, they're They're all there. There are people on all these platforms. And if you want to connect with people to grow and scale anything, social media is the place to do it. So gone are the days of trying to reach people with a big enough splash and make a big enough, uh, you know, make a big enough splash to actually have an impact on what you're building without going through uh, a channel like that. You can't necessarily go door to door or do some of the old school methods of trying to grow and scale. You need to use something where you can reach more people and you can do it quickly and you can do it creatively by using unique content. Uh, people don't read newspapers anymore. People don't really watch TV anymore. Commercials are kind of, I think, pointless. Uh, billboards are basically pointless. Um, everyone looks at their phone, right? So <laughs> everyone checks their phone. Uh, you're standing in line at Starbucks or something, and you just look at the people there, and they're all looking at their phone, or half of them are looking at their phone. And if you get close enough and you can kind of peek over, you know, without being too creepy, you'll see that. A lot of them are are either texting or they're looking at Facebook or they're looking at Instagram or they're looking at Twitter, Snapchat. Um, it's kind of scary how small the variety is of the things that people look at on their phone in a public place like that. Uh, I challenge you to actually just, just peek over at the next person uh, that you see when you're in line somewhere, what they're looking at on their phone. Because I... I have a feeling that one of the things I just mentioned is going to be what you see. So, um, I, you know, I know some of this, maybe all of this you've heard before, but I want to reiterate it. Social media is a must. And if you are one of those people who think that it's, it's, you're, you're, uh, you're better off without social media or you're too proud to use social media, or you think it's stupid or you shouldn't use it because your 13 year old cousin uses it or something. Honestly, that's the wrong mindset to have about it. And just understand that social media can be used for a variety of different things, a variety of different reasons. And the intent behind using social media can be different. Your intent is probably different from your 13-year-old cousins, but that doesn't mean that you both can't use it. And that doesn't mean that it doesn't, it won't fulfill your purpose and your 13-year-old cousin's purpose. You understand? There's there's a, a way to use these channels for both of those things. Entertaining, entertainment, business, connecting, networking, monetizing. It's all there. 
but you can't ignore it. That's the bottom line. You can't ignore it. So if you're not on social media now, I challenge you to download a couple of these apps, create accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, create an account on some of these and just explore it. Just explore, just see how they work and see how other businesses are using these platforms to build what they've got going on or what other podcasters are using, uh, how they're using them or anything else that you're trying to build, right? See how whatever you're trying to do, see how other people are doing it on those platforms. Because I guarantee whatever you're doing, someone else is doing some variation of it and they're using social media to connect to their audience. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for checking it out. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care.